0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham, and I'm your co-host, along with my good friend Kevin Adams. Kevin, good to see you, man. Happy Sunday. Happy to see you, too. Happy Sunday, man. We've been away for a few days, both of us, uh, with varying circumstances, and just from me to you, For those listening, Kevin lost his grandmother uh, this past week, so I know that's a heavy thing for you, man, and your family, having to travel and go through those services, man. So genuinely, man, my
1: heart goes out to you guys during this time. I appreciate it. She uh, lived a long life and uh, gave a lot of people her, passed her faith on to them. So uh, what a blessing. But yeah, uh, yeah, man. So today is a new day and uh, lots to do here. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Well, this weekend, like I told you before we went
0: on live, I was up in Charlotte, North Carolina for the uh, college football kickoff. You know, a lot of folks uh, into the whole college football thing this weekend's that opening season, so all the energies and emotions are riling up and folks diving in, so uh, that was interesting, and I had a, I had an interesting thing, Kevin, that really just kind of hit my heart. Um, I, I went with my best friend, uh, Jacob, he came up from Greenville, so it was great to see him, and we're walking through the city streets of Charlotte, and you've got the South Carolina Gamecocks and the North Carolina State Wolfpack fans descending on the stadium. And as the teams are walking in with the fans, the fans will start cheering for their team. You know, they'll start the chants, you know, NC State or go pack or whatever, go Gamecocks. And all of the different fans are like back and forth. And there was this one guy in a purple shirt that with big, bold letters, that said, Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. And he's one of the, what I would call a street evangelist. You know, he's standing on the corner And he's just saying, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And, I mean, I just got this overwhelming sense of, like, a picture of here we are walking to the stadium, and we're just cheering for our teams, and this guy's by himself saying, Jesus loves you. And it's like everybody's saying, yeah, shut up. Mm. You know, it was just, man, it hurt my heart because it was like we so willingly cheer for our teams, but we we just kind of... Toss this idea of, of of Christ and, you know, that whole picture out the window. It's like, yeah, guys, this is college football day. We ain't got a time to talk about Jesus. And it just hurt my heart, man. So I don't know. I just had to get that off of my my spirit
1: this morning, man, this afternoon, because it was just heavy for me. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. It's uh, kind of sickening, actually. <laughs> I don't want to get too heavy, serious.
0: Yeah. And, and Enjoy
1: college football, but... Has nothing to do with the weight and and uh, life that God has given us. It's just just a major disconnect for me yeah. between those two things. Well, the hard thing is, I think that uh, it's really interesting when we
0: pause to give kind of thought to what we put on importance in our life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The things we really orchestrate our lives around. You know, importance and things like that. And it was kind of convicting for me. I mean, dude, I, you gotta understand. I'm a huge college football fan. I have been for many many years. I mean, I'm the guy who was wore the same pair of jeans to every game when he was in school. I mean, just that kind of like, just, I love it. You know, I love that kind sure. of passion, pride for your home team, that kind of thing. But man, it was just this moment. And maybe it's my own spiritual transformation or mm. I don't know, but it was just this thing for me, man, where it was kind of like the things that used to be so sweet and taste so good. Mm. It just had a different kind of flair. Sure. And I was just like, it was, it was interesting. So, I mean, I think that two things come to mind is one of these things is like, um, do we pause long enough to really realize like what we're giving our energy to? And then the, the process of spiritual maturation that Christ does do in us mm-hmm. when we say, how could I ever not love, you know, this or how could I ever break free from, you know, whatever it is that I feel like I'm bound to. Mm-hmm. And I think the beautiful part of it is, is this, it's not necessarily an asking of, of a giving up, you know, it's not, we can't say, ah, oh, never go to a college football game again, but it's just the, the priority shift in your heart about what really matters in life. And it was a big thing for me this weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. It's probably been a year ago, but, uh, I think the, you know, you're talking to a guy who grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. So it's either, uh, Tallahassee or Gainesville. And I mean, it's the same thing and, uh, maybe on a bigger scale even. And, um, you know, and I've sat in Neyland stadium in Knoxville and I mean, it's just crazy. So I, I think uh, any any guy that has been involved in sports or, or loves football or whatever, you know, loves loves his team, his college or whatever. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's great. It's exciting. But um, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me, and this was years ago now, was just hearing Bobby Bowden uh, after witnessing a fight between fans. And I, I don't remember what game it was. It could have been. Florida, Florida State, or a big game like that, and uh, you know these people are just idiots, just complete degenerates. I mean, I, it, it doesn't matter what their social class is; it's just ridiculous, a mm. stupid game, and they're they're beating beating each other up. There's blood, throwing cans and all kind of crud. And Bobby Bowden said, you know. And he was talking to people at home, spectators, people throwing pillows at the TV. You know, any anybody just dancing around their house like some kind of weird pagan ritual. And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a game, eat some nachos, grab a beer, whatever. That's just fun, but uh, it's not God. And but but Bobby said, uh, "Hey guys, we're playing a game here. You know, it's, you you're pouring yourself into what we're doing, and it's not like we, we don't even know who you are." We don't know you people on the field they don't know you mm. they don't know your name and and I don't either and uh, so why are, why are you putting all this energy into people you don't even know mm. you know that you, you just don't have anything to do with with what's going on in the field so it, it's really weird actually yeah. if you start thinking it through and I'm not talking about going to a game and enjoying the weather and you know I used to go to I had season tickets to Florida Back in the 80s. Yeah. And I got to the point where I even enjoyed the—and I don't smoke. Never have. But I even enjoyed the smell of the cigarettes in the air because it reminded me it's game time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's—yeah, uh, it, it, I could see why that's heartbreaking to see a guy like that shouting Jesus' name and people just— Falls on deaf ears. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. And then after Pretty the— Pretty serious. Well, after the game, too, you know, we're walking out, and it, and, and I got that energy— about this the the other team had won but it was there, was there was a sense of aggression toward the opponents fans that I have never experienced before you know what i mean and it was like i mean i, I guess i have you know nc state north carolina north carolina duke like i grew up a duke fan you know people used to toilet paper my, my locker at school sure. you know so there's some fun love and stuff but this was like anger mm-hmm. i mean it was like and i and then i thought about charlottesville and I thought about some of the stuff we've seen in our country recently. Mm-hmm. And you, and I thought about just the, the, the hatred and the anger and the burdens that people are walking around with that let them get to this place where they just physically erupt like a bomb waiting to to explode. And mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, my God, in my heart, man, I'm just telling you. So the crazy thing was is I went to the Billy Graham Library the Friday before. Mm-hmm. I drove to Charlotte, really felt Lord laid on my heart to go to bed. So I see all of this work that Billy Graham had done. For billions of people across the world, over sixty years, the Billy Graham Foundation and all mm-hmm. this, whatever they've done, and it was just like, wow, man, the power of God is so real. Right. And then you walked in this environment where it seems like God is left at the gate, and it's just like all hell breaks loose. And I was so burdened by like the, the sinful nature of man, because I've been that guy. Mm. You know, unfortunately, mm. I've been that guy. I don't say I've ever thrown a, t- a pillow at the TV, but I've been so emotionally charged, man. Sure. It Just it hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, pillows at the TV is pretty, pretty tame, actually. Uh, but uh, you know that we get in these rituals and do all this stuff. Yeah. I got to sit just this way, and you know, any, anytime there's a third and five, or you know, it's yeah. just crazy. It's it's uh, it's just meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. And it, and you know, you've got you've got a scholarship athletes who can't even eat because uh you know they're selling their jerseys and and uh, these guys are working 30 40 hours a week on the field i don't even think that's legal but uh but they go home and they they don't have any money to eat and uh if you give them some groceries you can get in trouble for it i mean it's crazy it's just a crazy I'm a little uh, tainted, I guess. I'm 51 yeah. years old, but uh, yeah, man, I grew up with that, and uh, you know, it's it's not any different now. It's it's the same, maybe worse. But uh, anyway, we I know we need to get here for a break, but yeah, we can talk about it some more if you want. Well, to. I got no, some thoughts on it.
0: That was just kind of on my heart today, kind of kick off the show. Not in this kind of the heavy mode, you know. I think folks are listening, but it's a reality that there's so many things in our life that take priority. That when you step back from them, you go, "This is just." football it's just a game or whatever it is yeah
1: well I, I i just i remember a guy that that got a big old tattoo for his team i I shared this with you about yeah. a year ago and uh he uh ended up committing suicide right after but he was so proud of his tattoo and his team and in you know just mm. later well, what was the point what was the point of that you know yeah. it's just crazy
0: well, I think the thing is is man, just to we speak these things, Kevin, that are from our hearts to kind of hopefully wake folks up to a reality that that is around us that sometimes we don't even realize, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes some painful things sometimes it takes us pressing into that, and that's why I wanted to kind of bring that up because I'm going to come back in the in the next segment and talk a little bit about the power of God, the event we had this week, and so sure. uh, I want to kind of transition to some of that stuff. but uh, you know, folks listening here in Wilmington want to thank you guys for tuning in to wake up our faith. Uh, We are here every Sunday 1 to 2 p.m. on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7, and we will be uh, right back after this short commercial break. Hey, I'm Matt Ham, co-founder of Uprint, and I want to let you know about an exciting new course that we've created called The Spiritual Cleanse. We know that people want to uncover their why and live out God's purpose for their life, But the truth is, the circumstances and demands of life seem to bury us. The cleanse was created for the specific purpose of helping you break free from some of the spiritual strongholds so that you can learn to respond to your circumstances instead of being buried by them. Through a process of daily devotionals and exercises, you will learn how to become spiritually instinctive, get a fresh picture of who God is and who you are to Him. Go to www.uprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. That's www.youprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham, and I'm your co-host, along with my good friend Kevin Adams. And we're here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We appreciate you guys taking the time to... Uh, to jump on and, and spend some time with us here, whether you're in Wilmington, whether you're listening online, or whether you're listening to our podcast, uh, you can always find that on iTunes at Wake Up Our Faith or at uprint.life forward slash podcast. Kevin, I want to give a shout out to one of our corporate sponsors, Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate. Uh, we are so thankful for these guys jumping on as a corporate sponsor. Chris Hutchins has been in the mortgage business for more than 20 years here in Wilmington. I've personally used them for home purchases, home refinances, and his team do a great he and his team do a great job. Uh, their phone number is 910-344-0304. That's nine one zero three four four zero three zero four, and they're off of military cutoff. But that's Chris Hutchins at Guaranteed Rate. If you guys are refinancing or purchasing a home, need to look into your mortgage. Uh, Chris is uh, certainly an expert that can help you. Um, and Chris, thanks for your support, man. So, so Kevin, we were talking in the first segment a little bit about you know, kind of these these tensions that we feel, right? You know, we we, we step into these environments and we see, uh, you know, kind of the work that God's called us to do, uh, we believe, to declare His goodness, to bring about um, and eradicate spiritual poverty. Yeah. And then you step into an environment where it feels like, man, you just don't have any shot at this. Like, it is totally uh, David, Goliath, you know, Rocky versus Apollo, whatever, and you're getting punched, man, and you've got to mm-hmm. just— Keep getting back up man and it's and it's challenging, man, and so you know we share this as kind of brothers when you walk through this and just mm-hmm. invite people who are out there who are awakened, you know that
1: uh God's kingdom is growing, yeah, absolutely, it's good, <clears throat> unless God is weak and and he's not yeah, God's powerful, he is the most powerful and uh the smartest and all the all, anything we can think of he's the most and the best, and uh he doesn't lose. Yeah. Amen, (laughs) And that's what we take hope in.
0: And it's funny, man, you know, you talk about this idea of hope. Um, You know, I had somebody ask an interesting question um, about um, hope and uh, her name is Jill. and, And Jill shared with me that she's praying for somebody in her life that she loves dearly. Um, and they're losing a battle to cancer currently, mm-hmm. and uh, she says, "You know, Matt, it's so hard for me because I'm praying like mm-hmm. for everything I got. I'm praying God help, you know, sure. help come. You know, I, I'm hoping in you to restore and to bring life. And you, you hate illness, and and yet this this mm-hmm. situation doesn't seem to be improving. Mm-hmm. And so the, it, it kind of led to two things. Number one is that crushes hope. Sometimes circumstances seem to crush our hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of brought up this this conversation about miracles. You know." Mm-hmm. And uh, does the power of God, is it still at work? You know, do miracles still happen? And uh, it just triggered some thoughts that uh, you had shared uh, recently, man. It was just like, and how do, we, how do we begin to contextualize our mind around this idea of the power of God and miracles and, and, and how do we wrestle with that?
1: Well, you know, it, it, I think it's, you have to step into it. You have to believe. And uh, belief is a different thing than trying hard. So, and I'm not saying, you know, praying hard and all that, it. But it's more of a yielding, a surrender, more of a letting go and trusting. Um, But, uh, you know, wherever you want to take it, man, you, you lead the way.
0: So so her question was, is like, uh, you know, when you look at something that somebody would say, that's miraculous, you know, somebody was healed mm-hmm. or so forth, and somebody right. puts it towards coincidence or circumstance or whatever you want to call it, you know, how do you as a Christian begin to relegate, you know, what you believe is a miracle, right, what you believe is versus what is
1: coincidence or circumstance? And how do you begin to navigate that? Well, I mean, Jesus, why did Jesus say we would do greater things than he did? Why did he say that? I mean, do you believe that or not? What are those things? What are greater things? I mean, there's so much in there. Um, and I don't, I don't like to get into some kind of doctrinal theological debate because it's ridiculous. I mean, most of the apostles weren't theologians. So we don't need to be either. If that's your call, rock on, go do it. And more power to you. We respect it. But at the same time, I mean, God's big enough and powerful enough and smart enough to make a word that we can study and learn from and grow from without, you know. We don't need to cherry pick it and try to turn it into some logical lockpick thing. It's just, I mean, God did it. If He did the Red Sea, if He parted the Red Sea, created everything. You know, <laughs> either you believe all of it or none of it. You can't have both. Yeah. So the the real question is 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 He still doing that or not? And and uh, absolutely. I mean. How many times have you felt something for somebody and then they turn around and call you? Mm. Um, You know, this, there's a lot more to this than the, these silly dusty bodies that wear out in a few years.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I mean, that's what we're taught. We're taught that they're spiritual gifts. What's the point of all that? If they're, you know, so this hasn't stopped. It's still there. Yeah. And we have to learn how to live it out. Problem is, is, We've taken the Bible and we've emptied it of, of miracles uh, in our churches, in our businesses. And, uh, you know, you can call it miracles or not. It's just supernatural. And God is a supernatural being. So either, you know, we, we go after that or we don't. It doesn't mean we're sitting around with a wand trying to conjure up stuff. It <laughs> means that if we pray, we have the responsibility of being faithful that God is bigger than we are, smarter, more powerful. We, don't, we can't turn away from that because something doesn't turn out the way that we, you know, it may be different than we expect, Yeah. but uh, that doesn't relieve us of the responsibility of faith because without it, you can't even please your Creator. So in stepping into those situations when it
0: seems to be that your prayers, you know, are not being answered, I guess, the way you would have done it if you were God, you know, the, the, the responsibility of, of the believer is always faith is 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 what
1: you're saying. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we're called to. There's no out. There's no... I mean, God's merciful, and, uh, you know, yeah, we all have difficult things, and they don't always get answered the way we expect or want, especially sickness. But, uh, you know, it, it. I don't believe you'll see miracles if you don't press in and trust that God is miraculous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's the point in, you know, there are people who say God doesn't speak to us and, uh, but yet they'll pray for, you know, which car to buy or which house to, to move into. And, you know, well, why would you do that? What's the delivery vehicle for, for the answer? Yeah. You know, it doesn't say in the Bible, go buy that house or go take that job or send your kid to that school. But yet you pray for it. Why? What's the point? Well, the point is, is God has an answer for you. And, uh, you know, God's also long suffering. So this life is often like a a giant puzzle that he puts together slowly. And sometimes we don't know what's best, probably a lot of times. Mm. So we have to be faithful and we also have to have courage and be patient with God. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of this whole process. God's always good. And, uh, you know, in my life, it, it, We've had to wait a long time for restoration, but uh, he's done it, and yeah. he's still doing it, and he's doing big things. So you got to look at times that are tough as as preparation. Yeah. Know, there's a lot of ways to look at this. It's not a rationalization, sure, but it's it's just trusting God and being patient about it. You know, not just whiny because something doesn't go your way. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to take away from folks that are having sickness. I mean, we've all encountered that. You know, I just just. Buried my grandmother. I mean, it's it's part of life, but uh, it doesn't relieve us of the responsibility of being faithful. Now, the cleanse, twenty one day cleanse, deals with this subject. I and mean, Jesus said, "I am the great, I am right." He he is the great I am. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, that's that's how the Father refers to Himself as the I mm-hmm. am, right? But uh, uh, Jesus' answer to you know the the the, the are you willing? to heal me i guess it was a leper yeah you know and and this guy was kind of asking and, uh, and i don't want to get into it too deep but the the point is, is jesus said i am willing now this was before you know he was uh, crucified and resurrected but uh, you know so we're under a whole new covenant now yeah but uh, if he was willing for this guy he's willing mm. his point the, the point is he is he's not just the great i am Uh, he's not the, you know, he is the great, I am willing, Mm. he's willing. And, and we have to live that way, not as if, Hey, maybe would you kind of please, we have to press in as if he's willing. And, uh, that, so that does take a little bit of extra belief, I guess. Yeah. Well,
0: it takes a true willingness on our part as well, you know, to, to not trust what we see.
1: Well, that's right. That's, you know, uh, (laughs) Whatever you ask for in prayer believe that you have received it and it shall be done for you. What does that mean? Mm. Is that meaningless? Hmm. Do we throw that out, you know? I used to kind of chuckle at the idea of moving a mountain, but then I saw Mount St. Helens blow up on my 18th birthday or 14th birthday, yeah, yeah. Was a little bit a little bit younger, but uh, it was on my birthday that was the key. <laughs> but the mountain moved. I mean, you know, so back to your idea uh what you're talking about earlier about It not always look the way you think it will, but, man, God is with us. Yeah. He he loves us. I am willing. So much encouragement there, man. That's just so good.
0: Guys, we're going to break here to go to the top of the hour. You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. We are here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. My name is Matt Hamm, and with me is my co-host, good friend, business partner, Kevin Adams. Uh, We appreciate you guys tuning in. Whether you're listening to us here in Wilmington at 106.7, whether you're listening to us streaming on the TuneIn tune app or a variety of, of other uh, tune, um, excuse me, live streaming uh, opportunities out there, or whether you're listening to us on our podcast, Wake Up Our Faith on iTunes. Welcome. So glad that you guys are here to spend a few minutes with us talking about how do we begin to push against the status quo. This is something, Kevin, has been on my heart, man. Like When, when you step back, as a believer as a christian as someone who is surrendered to the goodness of god and you understand what he's done for you like for real like mm-hmm. he he came and he gave of himself and he he gave you life not only in the physical body but anew. and and when you start to understand what that dynamic looks like how you are called to express him in the world you start to see that there is a status quo um, think of it as a downhill stream, and it feels like that the population at large is just flowing downstream, and you're called to stand and turn and face upstream and and take a different path. You know, I um, mean, the Apostle Paul talked about live your lives as a living sacrifice. You know, be transformed. You know, by the renewing of your mind, there is a transformation that happens. There is a countercultural element to Christianity. That, that I think a lot of times we fail to really realize. And it looks very different than the rest of, of everything. And, and so uh, what w- we talk about, Kevin, is a way to challenge folks to say, listen, you know, what does that look like in your life? Is faith awakened? Is faith your navigational compass or is it just the status quo? And so, uh, you know, I just I kind of bring that up. And what, what is the status quo to you?
1: Well, life is fast, and I think the older you get, you know, it's a very cliche idea. And listen, you know, I'm I'm a happy guy here. I don't mean to be sound down or discouraging. It's been a long week and a tough week, so just bear with me. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. This thing, Christianity, is an adventure, and uh, we've got a lot to look forward to. But, uh, you know, what we've learned is uh, if you spend any time in the Word at all, and, and grabbed hold of it. In other words, you've 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 started to feel some things and grow in that. Not just you know read a couple of verses a couple of times a year at a, a, a some ceremony. Um, then you begin to feel the heart of the Father, and uh, we can live like sons and daughters. And that's what Jesus' intention was. Aside from being the bridge or saving us, that was his role. The other thing is, is he's pointing to the Father. He's paving the way for us to follow behind him, and um, that's just that's amazing. So, so I think part of this whole thing is is raising your expectations of God, God the Father, and uh, you know, uh, this it, it there's a lot of hard work involved in, in in following out your faith, but at the same time, it, it it's not it can't be motivated by duty or hard work or some sense of accomplishment, it has to be motivated—this is my view—by absolute adoration and love and hunger for more of God, more of what Jesus had in his heart. He said, I didn't come in my own authority. I didn't come in my own will. He mm. was pointing somewhere. That's huge. That's not taught many places, because we, we want to focus on the gospel of salvation, and we should. That's the centerpiece but it's, a, it's like a big buffet, and it's the gospel of the kingdom. It's it's bigger. So we've got lots of work to do here. In order to do that, we have to understand who we are. Uh, once we understand who we are, then we can step into why we're here. And, uh, you know, this is a big, big subject. But going back to the, the, the that question of whether, you know, how do I know if this is a coincidence or not? Bottom line is, do you want to glorify God or not? It says, in him all things consist. Mm. Um, I mean, he made everything. So I'll give you a quick for instance. you know, And I've seen things that are impossible. I mean, the impossible bows its knee to God. And when you step into this more and more, you see more and more of it. It's so clear. And you can't go back. Once those chains are dropped off of you, you won't pick them back up. Mm. It's so powerful. But a little thing where somebody might say, oh, that's just a coincidence or what have you. That's fine I mean if you want to believe that I'm not going to grovel with you over it that's fine it's your opinion but uh even when we were coming back and, you know god I mentioned to you in a text um you know I buried my grandmother uh uh it was tough but we're it's kind of a celebration she's she's home and uh, she lived a life of great faith well that faith was passed on to many people in her family uh and and me included mm-hmm. and uh she she Got that ball rolling, and I, I'm thankful for that. Well, so all that faith led, you know, at, at this point in my life for me being in Wilmington. So we left. We had to go to Jacksonville, Florida, and come back. And it was a whirlwind trip right after a big event that we did, and it was just a lot of stress and weariness to, to get all that done. So anyway, we're coming back, and Holly looks at the sky, and we're reaching – we're getting re- real close to the city limits of Wilmington. And, it, I mean, you couldn't see it in the little picture – just shot on the on the phone, but man, this guy had this amazing thing that I've never seen before. I've seen it with a sunrise, but it had these ray like these rays coming out of the city. Mm. you could see it and it wasn't a sunset. it didn't look like a sunset. it just looked like these bands um, it, it, and it was amazing and Holly just happened to take a picture of it and then there was this uh, I guess it was a pole or something. she didn't try to do that, but it, it was it was a cross. And and so what you see is you see the, the, this amazing, almost angelic light across the sky. And I mean, it went from miles and miles, almost like a spotlight at a car dealership, but, yeah. but magnify it by a thousand times. The sun, yeah. And, um, and, you know, it's got the cross and the city. and So anyway, a lot of people go, yeah, whatever. I just choose to glorify God with that. To me, God was winking at us or, you know, <laughs> tapping us on the shoulder, whatever you want to call it. It was a sweet moment. It, it reminded me that just for us, our faith started way back there. God brought us here. He's doing something in this city. Now, a lot of people just just make nothing out of that. But I choose to glorify God. So I think the difference between the big things, little things, and all that coincidence versus whatever is what do you believe and who do you want to glorify? You want to glorify your own intellect? Go ahead and call it a coincidence. And uh, in 50 years or 70 or 20 clear the room when we're all out of here what will matter most and to me what will matter is did i glorify my father did i give him credit or did i try to take it from him and uh, you know that's my my choice but mm.
0: there's an example of <laughs> so good man just <laughs> am i going to give him glory or am i going to take it that that man that is the heart of this whole thing man that's that right there kevin just sums it up is Am I going to give God glory, or am I going to take it that That to me is a picture of the heart of what we are doing, and you know for for a guy who for so many years has tried to take the glory, um gosh, man, that just speaks so much to that spirit man in me that says, "Man, ah, oh, give it back to him, you know, choose the unconventional path, choose to be last, choose to take the low seat, be humble." Get out of the way and let him do it, and that and that is profound. Yet it is against the status quo. It's against what everybody else is doing, and that's you know, and again, that's from a place of of having conversations with people. It's not a standing right. on some you know paper box, you know, pointing fingers. It's just this reality. You know, when you have conversations with people, and you get this, is this we're in a world of people trying to take glory. That belongs to the Father, right? And 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 so at the end of the day, you know, what's our life about? What are we going to do? And, and it reminds me, Kevin, of this this passage, and, and it goes into this whole idea um, uh, of when Paul wrote, you know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. So many people are like, yeah, that's right, work it out, baby. Right. It's like me and Jesus, we're going to hit the gym and just knock this thing out. Jesus is my homie, <laughs> right? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the second part of that verse, though, is for it is God who worketh in you. Yeah, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who worketh. Mm. It's the paradox of faith, man.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, look, God's looking for faith, right? That's what he wants. You can't love like God unless you have faith first. That's the foundation of everything. And just to be brief about it, um, before we run out of time here, he's looking for those who will not compromise. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh that could take years to to clean that out of us, but if we're willing, he'll do it and, and you know it's taken a lot of years you were talking about you and I've been through the same thing matt and uh but praise him he's 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 taken the compromise out of us so he can use us yeah to further his kingdom you know and that's a serious deal, but yeah, we
0: can that's laugh good. and be excited about it. I just, want to, I just want to be like Moses at some point in time when I see the C part. I'm just going, <laughs> I'm just clapping, man. I'm just like, that's my papa. Yeah, He's so good, right man. On. Well, uh, man, what a great, great segment there. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up Our Faith. Uh, we'll be back with another segment after this short break. We're here every Sunday, and I just want to invite you to step in. Wherever you are, whatever that looks like, if you believe in God, believe him. Step in. It's powerful, and there's nothing more satisfying. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Welcome, Wilmington. So glad that you guys are here with us every Sunday on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. Uh, Guys, my name is Matt Hamm. With me is Kevin Adams, and we want to wake up the city of Wilmington to the power of God and to unite this city underneath this veil of spiritual health and well-being being so that we can thrive, not just in our material wealth, not just in the beauty of our surroundings, but with what God has called us to do in this generation. We believe that Wilmington is a lighthouse city. It's a beacon city uh, to declare the goodness of God, that people might look and say, man, God is at work there. And that's what we're doing with our organization, Uprint. Uh, We are calling people to step in. Um, You know, and again, stepping in looks very different. Uh, How dare us say that step in looks like get out your pocketbook and write us a check? Uh, How dare I say that stepping in looks like, hey, join us on Saturday. Listen, we want people to be inspired and empowered by God to do what it is that he's calling you to do, uh, regardless of that's here uh, or elsewhere. But we are saying step into faith, Mm -hmm. step into authentic, honest faith. And uh, and where is God calling you to step in? What does it look like? Don't be afraid. Step in. And we had our first live event, Kevin, last Wednesday night, man. It was kind yeah. of a flag in the ground for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thankful for uh, Ethan Welch and, and the folks at the Bridge Church to open their doors to let us step in. Yeah. And it was just great. We had a, a great group of folks gathered just to hear the heart of Uprint, mm-hmm. just to hear who we are. Uh, mm-hmm. We had uh, you, you and your wife, Holly, myself, and then some of our team members, Chris Riley and Meyer Kuno, spoke, shared mm-hmm. their testimony, just a vision of what God is doing. And uh, we stood up that night. And we said, This is our God and this right. is who he is. This is how good he is. Yeah. And uh and that was a victory. It was a wonderful uh night, man, and just a moment that you and I, I know will look back on and say, you know, we're continuing to step as God calls
1: and uh, you know, we're gonna challenge that status quo. Yeah, yeah, there's a it's it's a wonderful thing and um all we're doing is we're just trying to be willing and, and uh um just really passionate and, and we just trust and and believe our our papa uh wants wants the city to 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 you know it it is it's crazy it's huge it's it's a, the impossible thing to eradicate spiritual poverty. think about that that's pretty amazing kind of audacious uh, undertaking but but hey, guess what if we can take an inch then we've won if we can take an inch back. Yes, but we're going to do more than that, and and this isn't some pretentious. I mean, we're just regular guys, but we just we're just sick of the status quo. You talked about that earlier, and interestingly enough, God's really moving the young folks, and he is. Um, that's the thing. Part of what we the message was, you know these these young folks are they're after meaning, meaning more than comfort or, or money. I mean, we all need to eat and all that kind of stuff. They're hungry. They're sick of the way it's been. Step in. And uh, so I think that that was a, a real breakthrough. And the more we press in, the more we're seeing people People are coming around saying, hey, I want to be a part of this. And it, so this is about the Lord, and, and uh, we're just jumping in, trying to be the guys to say, hey, come on and stir it up, stir the pot. And look, this isn't about trading time for money. This is about trading gifts yes, and and, and resources to empower yeah. um people to, to be vessels for God in this community. And, uh, but that that by itself will help feed the poor, put shoes on them. It'll help race relations. It, it, it will usher the heart of Christ in the kingdom into this community in a way that it's never seen it before. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, we announced at the event, Kevin, is that we
0: have a vision and have a, a heart to build a life center mm. uh, here in Wilmington um, right. a physical church between Sundays, you know, yeah. uh, the place that bridges the gap between, uh, faith and business and generations. Mm-hmm. And it, and it gives men fish, but it also teaches them to fish with vocational skills and training. Right. Uh, and it, and it builds up people and it's a right. place for the kingdom to gather a vibrant place. And we made that announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that we, man, I'm so excited about that to see <laughs> yeah. that God is going to do this thing. Yeah. And he's already had people reach out and say, what does this look like? You know, and they're, You know, we're we're saying, hey, listen, he's going to keep unveiling it, and we're just going to continue to step. And here's where we are right now. And so that was a big thing for us, um, a big moment for us to say, listen, this is what God's laid on our heart, Mm -hmm. Um, and so this is what we're going to declare, and then we're going to uh, to step, you know, with what we have. And so, uh, man, I was excited about that. It was just an honor to be able to stand up there with you um, and just to share our heart, you know, for this city, Mm -hmm. and uh, to be able to say, hey, we're going to step in and go. And so for those that are listening, you know, that is kind of the culmination of this. You know, mm-hmm. God has given us this radio show to be able to speak about His goodness, to be able to speak about waking up faith, to challenge the status quo, to wake up the why of individuals, to help people thrive, because the clock is ticking and life is short. And at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, why am I still here? If you're a Christian
1: and you've been saved, why are you still here? And that's a question to wrestle with. Yeah, why are you still here after salvation? Um, you know and the simple, easy answers are well to evangelize or what have you. But, I um, mean, you know, how much time do you spend during the week doing that? I mean, wh- there's a lot of stuff going on in your heart and your mind, and there's a lot of gifts. And um, these things were meant to be used, not just to simply praise God, but but to uh, to help other people. There's problems that God, in other words, God God has a purpose for every person, um, he, and He created us to fill those purposes here in this time, in this place. And, I mean, he doesn't waste time. He's not inefficient. He's, he's beyond our imagination, and he's better. Mm. So all that goodness wrapped up, I mean, you know, breakthrough is, uh, is always happening. We just have to step into it, and that takes courage. And uh, I don't know what we've got to offer, but we're, we will be courageous. We will not back down. And so ultimately this idea is, you know, live by faith, Share the results, but the more you do that, the more you see God moving, the more you see Him opening doors, and it's just it's it's amazing. Um, so we're gonna take that, you know, we're putting our stake in the ground, so to speak. Yeah, because God brought us here together to do this, and you know, but He uses different visions and brings them all together, and it's part of His vision. Yeah. Um. So you know, even to just to honor my wife and and say that. Uh, you know this life center thing's been on her heart for years. Yes. And she thought it was for the community we used to live in and we didn't know. Why do we have to go through all of this period of preparation and and he moved us here. Miraculously. Yes. And if you've heard that story there's no way to answer it but miraculously but here we are and here here that vision is again and now it's wrapped around uh, a lot of other visions and ideas. God's connecting the puzzle box. Yeah.
0: I mean, holly when when Holly stood on stage and shared her baby as she called it, you know it was so yeah. she, i love holly man what that what a <laughs> beautiful lady. lady man inside and out, gotcha. and she is uh she's wonderful and uh man, it's just so cool to be able to see this vision and God bring it here and to bring you guys here to be able to step into this together and that is
1: uh man that's just that's awesome and it's and it's honoring everybody's got that in them you know? yes everybody and it just takes a little courage so you you see uh you see older folks coming. And saying, how you know, what what can I do? How can—help me know my why. Why am I still here? Right. And you've got college students, UNCW students going, I'm in. You know, how do I—how can I be a part of this? And that's so encouraging. And look, this is to lift up the name of Christ. Yep. I mean, wow. What better motive is there for yes. a Christian? I mean, if you're not, then, you know, go get you some chips and, like I say, go to the beach and enjoy the remaining years. But they're quick. When they're done, they're done, and uh, you know I don't want to be on the wrong side of that thing. But yeah. but uh, anyway, it's exciting and uh, it's just neat. God continues to bring people, um, so we're all in this together. But but it's, it's 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 geographical. There's something about the city that He wants to to use and, and lift up for the region. Yeah, for those of you listening, we have resources to be able to
0: help folks step in, kind of uncover their why. Uh, we have one to one mentoring, executive coaching available. We also have some fantastic high-quality faith development courses, Um, and then we uh, are leading uh, workshops at organizations, corporations, and so forth, Uh, and certainly there's some speaking dynamics that are involved. So Mm -hmm. reach out to us, info at uprint.life. It's info at Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E, and connect with us online, uprint.life. Kevin and I would love to talk with you, find out kind of where you are, what your heart is. Kevin, I got a phone call. I even told you about this. I got a phone call at 11 o'clock somebody that came to our event awesome, and just sharing their story yeah, and just saying, man, I've never shared this with anybody. I need to speak to somebody <laughs> about this. Yeah. And I just listened.
1: That's great. And I
0: said, God, I don't know what you want to do with this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to listen because mm-hmm. this guy right here needs somebody to hear yeah. this story because this story matters. And that's why we're here, guys. That's why we do what we do. That's right. And so we want to encourage you guys to step in. Um, Kevin, we're almost out of time here, but before we go, I want to just invite the city of Wilmington and those listening to stand in prayer uh, against Hurricane Irma, that's out there in the Atlantic, to not let a spirit of fear dominate this, yeah. but to be in prayer for those that are here, preparation, uh, but to, that God's hand would be upon this city and the East Coast uh, to mm-hmm. push that storm away. Uh, we've already had some damage this year with Hurricane Harvey. It's a big thing on the hearts and minds of people, uh, but just want to say not to give in to fear and to press into faith and uh, ask God to stand up and he will. Amen. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I, I you know, We're grateful. He's got plans for us. Amen. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us on Wake Up Our Faith. We're here every Sunday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We hope you guys would tune into our podcast on iTunes, Wake Up Our Faith. Share this with a friend. Step into faith and watch God show up. That's all we're saying. You guys have a great weekend. We'll be back next week.